0: Time to kick off episode 45 of Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. My name is Brownie, I'm your podcast host. And if you haven't found us already, wallofsoundau.com online is where you can catch up with the latest music news, reviews, interviews, and the likes and everything we do on the other side of this podcast. Uh, coming up, I've got Matt Tuck from Bullet For My Valentine joining me for a chat. The band have a brand new album out, and it's a lot different compared to a lot of the stuff they've put out in the past. It's a bit softer than their last album and Matt says they're heading in a more mainstream direction, mainly because they can, and we'll talk all about that and a whole lot more coming up. I've also got new music on the way for the Amity Affliction. It's called IV Doomsday, and it's from their forthcoming album, Misery. That's still to come. Plus, we'll take a look at who's going to be touring the country soon, but right now, let's kick it off. This is Dragonforce through the fire and flames on Wall of Sound up against the wall. been touring the country with Mason recently, that's Darker Half, on Wall of Sound, up against the wall. And talking about tours, there is so much going on at the moment, it's hard to keep up nowadays. Bon Jovi making their return to Australia in December. This is on the back of their new album This House Is Not For Sale, which you probably heard all over commercial radio. Brendan Urie, aka Panic at the Disco, is also making his way with his band back to Australia in October. He's playing a whole stack of shows across the country excluding Perth though. But if prog, rock and metal is more your style, you need to go check out Intervals and Polyphia. They're on the way down under in September and all the details can be found at wallofsoundau.com Just click on that touring page. Machine Head are also coming too. They kick off their Australian tour on July 17 in Adelaide. Right now, let's get on a track from those guys. This is Now We Die on Wall of Sound, Up Against the
1: Wall. And with this Now we Power from Trivium, you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. not fun sound up against the wall with Browning.
0: bow and arrow by epica on wall of sound up against the wall that one's from their forthcoming covers ep epica verse attack on titan you can grab that one via nuclear blast on july 20th but two songs that change me is back this is your chance to take over the podcast and get on two songs that change your life got you into a specific genre or just pretty much made you appreciate a band and music in general i want to hear from you wall of sound au on facebook twitter and instagram is where you can get in touch with me tell me the two songs that change you and i'll get you on a future podcast episode Right now we've got Marky Mark from Newcastle.
2: The first song that changed me uh, for life was definitely Caught Somewhere in Time by Iron Maiden. And that was, I guess, the first real uh, metal song that I had heard uh, back in the 80s. So I was a Kiss fan before that, uh, but not a real metalhead until I heard that song. And just the whole song, the structure, the sound, and definitely in particular uh, the vocals by Bruce Dickinson really um, changed me for the better. Uh, an amazing track and still one of my favourite tracks and my favourite Maiden albums to date. The second track that um, I'm going to talk about is actually uh, two tracks, and that'll be the opening two tracks from Metallica, Master and Puppets, uh, being Battery and the title track, Master of Puppets. I come across these songs because where we used to go on holidays um, at a caravan park in Swansea, a bloke from Penrith brought up a um, a mixtape of songs from different thrash bands, and the first two songs were those two, the next two were the first two songs from Slayer, South of Heaven and um, a number of other bands like Exodus and Death Angel. But those two songs, Battery and Master of Puppets, just absolutely blew me away and um, from there I just exploded into wanting to uh, devour any sort of metal band or any sort of music that I could possibly find so um, those two tracks for sure uh, particularly after getting into Maiden uh, really opened up a whole new realm of music for me and um, yeah definitely changed my life.
0: On Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. Catch them heading across the country this September. All the details at wallofsoundau.com. But right now, let's get into this guy. Hey, what's
3: up? This is Matt Tuck from Wall of My Valentine, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
0: It's been three years since Bullet For My Valentine released Venom, which debuted at number one here in Australia. They've got a new album coming out June 29. We'll see Gravity finally release. And Matt from the band joins me now. Mate, is this the moment where you start shitting bricks?
3: (laughs) Yeah, kind of. You know, it's always a bit of a a nervous period, you know, the whole build-up to an album cycle. You know, it's something that we spend a lot of time and put a lot of effort into it to make it the best it can be, you know, but then we kind of start drip-feeding it and releasing it into the big, bad world, you know, so it's... It's always a bit of a a nervous time, but it's always the most exciting time of the album cycle as well. So everyone's in a good mood, everyone's excited, and we can't wait for people to hear it now, you know?
0: And well, we can't wait to hear it too. From what we've heard so far, we're just hearing glimpses of the progression of "Bullet for My Valentine" so far. And um, for yourself personally, like things have changed in the band. Does that change your recording process at all?
3: No, it didn't change the process at all. Really, you know, there's always a way of writing and recording a song, and it's the way I've always done it. Really, it just so happened that there was new bodies around the process. You know, um, you know, this album, especially, I kind of took the bull by the horns and kind of wrote most of it myself, anyways, and just had Jason on board with on the. Drums as, a, as a kind of partner in crime to kind of put the songs together, really, you know. It was definitely a bit more of a solo effort on this one on my part, but, you know, it's all good. You know, we, we all contributed. We all throw ideas into the pop. We all wrote songs, and these were the ones that we felt best represented a far more edgier, contemporary, fresher, exciting bullet, you know, rather than treading over all ground again.
0: <laughs> and that's exactly what I wanted to touch on later, but let's bring it up now. Look, you're going to have, no matter what you do and what band you're in, people are going to go, oh, I wish the album would sound like this, or that sounds nothing like that for yourself do you just get bored doing the same albums over and over and over again
3: um yeah i don't think we've ever done that like blatantly anyways you know we, we, we've had a formula and we've had a a style and an identity which is an amazing thing to have as a band and a musician you know but it just felt like the time was right now with album six that we just wanted to do something different, you know, we we that we just kind of thought there was only so many times we could do, like, singing and screaming kind of trade-off. There's only so many solos you can put in a song without mm. kind of sounding the same or something you'd done before. and It just wasn't kind of exciting enough anymore, it wasn't challenging enough, you know, we could do that till the cows come home, but it just wasn't appealing to me anymore to kind of recreate the same stuff that we'd always done, you know, and it it, it sound nuts to some people to kind of turn your back on a formula that has been so successful. But that's not what it's about, you know. It's about being excited, it's about pushing the limits of, of the band's evolution. And I just kind of, you know writing music that we want to write, you know, not stuff that we think people want to hear.
4: Yeah,
0: I think you've absolutely nailed it right there. I mean, you you can try new things and, you know, see what works, put things out there. You never know, this might be your most commercially successful album by far to date, and that could launch you to a whole wide range of a whole new fans who didn't know you existed.
3: Yeah, you know, that's exactly what we're trying to do here. We're just kind of broadening our horizons. We're, we're widening our musical repertoire, you know, and it just kind of opens the doors for, for more people to kind of discover our band. It, it gives us you know, a a fresher motivation to keep on creating music and torn our asses off like we do, you know? It's nothing worse than embarking on a two-year cycle of travelling the world doing what we do with just kind of feeling like we're not kind of getting anywhere anymore, you know, like we've plateaued and just kind of, you know, I've never been the kind of guy to rest on his laurels and to kind of roll like that, you know? I want to be pushing it down, I want to be at the forefront of the heavy music genre. I want to be up there with the big boys, and I don't think standing still is the way to achieve that.
0: That's it. You know, every band has always done something different in the past. Uh, uh, and then it's how they come back on the other side. Fans might not appreciate it. You know, a pure example is uh, the brand new Parkway Drive album. They've deterred themselves away from metalcore and they've released this fantastic power metal album, which just sounds so much bigger than what the band were before. And like yourselves, we'll be playing with the big boys in, in some way, shape or form in the future. And you guys will become the new leaders of heavy metal.
3: Yeah, absolutely, you know, I, I think it comes a point in every band's career, especially when you've been around as long as us and the Parkway guys, you know, where there's only so many times you can kind of do what you've been doing without it being stale and boring and, you know, people mature, people's musical direction and taste evolve and change with the person depending on how their life has evolved, positive, negative. There's a lot of factors which go into kind of writing music that you love, you know, and just doing stuff you did 10 years ago. is I'm not the same person I was then, you know, and yeah. a lot has changed in my life, good and bad. And my musical pace has changed and I think, you know, having the maturity and the balls to step out of a comfort zone and to not rely on a band's history to put them into the future says massive things about a band and massive things about their maturity and, their, and how brave they can be, you know?
0: I couldn't agree with you more on that. Uh, talking about your maturity and your progression, let's get on the first single, Over It, from the new album. Uh, give us a quick rundown. What was this one all about?
3: The song is basically about frustration and you know being in situations in life where you're just trying to help people when they're going through hard times but they're just their own worst enemy and they never want to help themselves and it's just that frustration of trying to help someone that doesn't want to be helped you know and I've had a couple of those instances in my life in the last couple of years that have been at the forefront of, of my personal life you know and It's been a very frustrating process to deal with and this song is just all about that feeling, you know, of trying to do the right thing by someone who's not doing the right thing and just keeps getting thrown back in your face. So, you know, just kind of letting go of that, you know, just fucking over it, you know. (laughs) I just just (laughs) love the title. It just says it all, really.
0: So essentially, you've written a theme song for Narcissists. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, we'll turn this one up right now. This is brand new Bullet For My Valentine, Over It, on Wall of Sound, Up Against the wall. bullet for my valentine's brand new album gravity it comes out june 29 that's the first single over it on wall of sound up against the wall matt tuck from the band join me now mate it's hard to believe uh 20 years bullet has been together uh is this one of those moments where you look look at yourself in the mirror and go fucking hell i'm old
3: it's getting there i'm not gonna lie <laughs> you know but thankfully we, we started we started when we were kids in school so that 20 years does kind of incorporate a lot of kind of puberty era, (laughs) you know, so it's, uh, you know, I've, I've just hit hit 38 years old so I'm no spring chicken anymore but I'm no (laughs) means kind of over the hill you know I think I'm at a really good place in my life and you know a really good place in the band's kind of career you know we we kind of we know exactly our history and where we've done what we've achieved but you know there's still a lot of life left in this old dog yet and you know I think this new album just kind of showcases that at its most kind of colorful you know it's a a sick record man so you know the age thing for me is uh, it hasn't really become irrelevant but you know when you look back on the band's history it is quite a long time but like I said it's, it's literally been since we you know, go and together in school.
0: You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, and then fast forward ten years after that. So ten years ago, you put through uh, the breakthrough album, Scream Aim Fire, and we spoke briefly before about the new album being a bit more commercially mainstream focused. But back in the day when I was working in commercial radio, I got so fucking excited when I got to play Hearts Burst into Fire on commercial radio. Um, for you guys looking back, do you think that was the best move musically to head in that direction away from heavy metal?
3: uh, You know, we weren't really thinking about stuff back then. You know, we were just trying to write songs. We were just riding this wave of huge kind of global success and critical acclaim and you know, we were we were just in our you know in our mid 20s. You know, and we, we had massive success of *The Poison*, and then we had to follow it up. You know, so we just took the same stance and the same approach we did on the on the debut record, which is just write songs that we want to write. You know, if people get on board with that, great. You know, but it's um it's you know the, this heavy side of the band is always going to be there, and it's it's been there from the EP, and it's been you know there's massive doses of it still on *Gravity*, even though it's a far more I don't know maybe commercial sounding record overall. There's still crushing moments on this record. You know, so I think you know has always been a band that's never been afraid to kind of dabble in in all sides of guitar music you know we, we do kind of the more 80s classic cheesy metal ballad you know we can kind of pull that off quite well and it a few times and then we can like kind of crushing thrash metal like masterpieces as well like on there's loads of them on venom you know it's, it's just something that we've always done you know we, we just kind of have a very wide musical metal kind of thing you know we, we just never we've never stuck by the rules basically we, you know and a yeah. lot of bands have hated us because of that you know and a lot of people have, have kind of slagged our band off because of that you know but I think as the albums have gone on and time's gone on and we're still here and we're still at the forefront, and still kicking ass and still doing what we do and still not kind of playing by the rules, so to speak, <laughs>
4: it's,
3: um, it goes to show that, that we've done the right thing and we've made the right decision. We didn't conform to boundaries that a lot of metal bands put up around themselves, you know? I just didn't kind of feel that was relevant for our band.
0: And look, that's what I love about you guys. Don't give a fuck about what anyone else thinks besides what you want to do and, and what you want to achieve. And look, the numbers prove it, like a collectively 4.3 billion viewers views on YouTube across all your videos, that's obviously saying something that you guys know what you're fucking doing. And to the haters or the people that don't agree with you, you know, you can just put a big middle finger up to them right now.
3: I've been doing that for 15 years. (laughs) My middle finger is cramping up every day, you know. Arthritis in those bad boys. But, you know, it's just one of those things, you know. I think people have, um, you know, they're very vocal. You know, the metal community and the rock people, you know, they're very, very vocal on what they think about stuff, which is fine. You know, and and a lot of people could crumble under that pressure. But for me, I just use that as fuel to keep on doing what I'm doing. Because like you said, those numbers don't lie. You know, our record sales don't lie, our streams don't lie our ticket sales and numerous solo tours around the entire planet for the last 15 years aren't bullshit. No, you can't fake that. So I just use that as motivation and it's good. I'm super proud of what we've achieved, you know.
0: And you should be. Let's take a flashback right now to that uh, album which turns 10 years old this year. This is the title track Scream, Aim, Fire on Wall of Sound Up Against the wall. Classic Bullet for my Valentine and Wall of Sound up against the wall. The new album Gravity is out June 29. Matt Tuck still joining me now, co-hosting. You've got a fantastic relationship with Australia. Obviously, you've played here quite a few times. You have played a few Soundwave festivals. The last album obviously debuted at number one. Does that make the decision to come down under more frequently a lot easier?
3: Oh, absolutely. You know, I think regardless of that, we'd, we'd always try and there's a demand for the band. We'd always try and make the effort to come. You know, like we would with any other place in the world. But you know, we have had a, a very strong relationship with our Australian friends, and you know having our first ever kind of charted number one record with Venom like three years ago or whatever it's the only number one record we've ever had on the planet believe it or not but it's with Australia so we have a, a very good relationship we feel like we always have a a thing to, I to mean, we need to come and play you know like it, yeah. it's a bit of a ball like to get there you know it's a, that's, that's it's a nightmare a bit... it's so far but it's like you know the athlete isn't you know relevant really when we get there you know we, we've done amazing shows and always had amazing times with our fans and the country and visiting and you know it's just, it's just a great place to be you know if, if there's any other place that i could choose to live in the world it would actually be in sydney so
0: oh, okay well you know being from australia there are better places in sydney but i won't hold it against you at least it will get you here to australia
3: <laughs> Yeah, man. We're really looking forward to coming back. You know, we've got something in the pipeline, which we haven't announced yet. But um, to all our Australian fans, expect something by the end of 2018. So not mm. long at all.
0: Awesome. Okay. Well, that was my next question. So then we get to move on to the next one now I asked a couple of hardcore fans uh, if they have anything that they want me to ask you and I'm gonna tell you a story about Ez. Oh, god. Uh, <laughs> Ez uh, wanted to say that she has obviously, you know, been a fan of you guys for years. She met her partner Tom. His name's Tucky. His nickname's Tucky I should say uh, and at their wedding they had forever and always playing as their wedding song.
3: It's beautiful. I love that. You know, we, we get a lot of stuff like that online. It's, it's incredible, you know, people fall in love with our music and use it to mark days as, as significant as that in their personal lives. It's an incredible feeling, so.
0: Well, it gets a bit more awkward after this. She said that, Matt, you're her hall pass, her ultimate hall pass. What will it take to spend a night with you <laughs> down under? And her husband can join in too, if that works out.
3: Hey, you know, it's 2018, man. Let's, let's, get, this, <laughs> let's get this going. Let's, let's go. I'm
0: ready. All right, well, we'll have to try and hook you guys up when you do come Down Under a little bit later on. The brand-new album, Gravity, out June 29. Matt, you're a fucking legend. We can't wait to see you Down Under.
3: Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Can't wait to come back, man. Looking forward to it. Let's go!
1: with
4: Brownie.
0: First World Solutions by Harlot on Wall of Sound up against the wall and I wanted to take this opportunity to talk about genre crossing. Here in Australia we've seen some great bands pull this off in recent times and uh, it's just been incredible to witness. You now a couple of bands that come to mind Bare Bones and The Beautiful Monument. You can't class them into one specific category because of the way they cross over so many different genres. However when you step out of the rock genre and bring in something different it has a way to either work tremendously or fail miserably. This is a case where it works so well. Pendulum or a drum and bass From here in Australia and for those who went through an EDM phase in your life You would definitely know them and have come across them in the past They teamed up with in flames for a song a few years back and have to say this is the first time I've heard a heavy metal song combined with an EDM drum and bass song and for some reason it just works so perfectly so much So I want to get it on right now. This is pendulum featuring in flames self first self on wall of sound up against the wall
1: and this is Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. I could be your doomsday.
0: a brand new single for the Amity Affliction. It's called Ivy Doomsday on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. You can check out the song and the short film written by frontman Joel Birch right now at wallofsoundau.com. Their new album Misery finally gets released on August 24 through Roadrunner Records. The band are also currently on tour across America for the Warp Tour, and they're going to be doing a world tour to celebrate the new album later on. We'll give you all the details at wallofsoundau.com when they finally get released. But in the meantime, make sure you jump on there. Go check out the latest Music news and reviews we've got album reviews of the new penny get the disco album and Luca Brasi the mighty mighty boston's also released Their new album surprisingly this week, too We've got that up there and a whole lot more for music fans including the brand new Amy shark song where she teams up with mark Hoppus from blink 182 take a listen if I ask you I Wanna
1: know, not because I'm psycho just because I care a lot
0: Go check that out, get involved with the Wall of Sound community and thank you so much once again for checking out this week's podcast. Don't forget to give it a like, subscribe, share it around and please rate it too if you're listening on iTunes. I'll be back next week with Mammal. They have reunited here in Australia and I've got frontman Ezekiel Ox joining me just before the band kick off their massive three-month Australian tour. To get you ready for the guys, here's a classic track from them from about 10 years ago. Smash the piñata on Wall of Sound up against the wall. My name is Brownie. I'll catch you next week.
1: This calm spring makes me ashamed of myself. I should have said, could have done. I could have been a pretender is what I am. Yeah, I've read the books, studied the looks, but it's left me without action. And my point is that I have one. This world that's failing isn't going to be enough i got to find the point, ditch the joint And have a glass of water <laughs> Yeah, I'm a loser, she said, and I bought in So I guess there must be truth to the rumor. My strength oh, Is that I have some I said I have